Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Rush hour, evening congestion from bowling past Blue Plains. 395 slow both ways, but especially outbound between the 3rd Street Tunnel 14th Street Bridge and also in some southbound stretches through Arlington. 66 eastbound congestion in Arlington. Westbound for the slowest traffic in two spots between the Beltway and Oakton and again through Centerville. Down below in Manassas, northbound on 234 Sudley Road. You're getting by a crash response under 66 by staying left. 95 southbound still heavy between Lorton and Potomac Mills. And in Wheaton, northbound on Georgia Avenue, a crash was at Shorefield Road. Police direction continues. Traffic Center, presented by Window Nation. Make no payments under new windows for two full years. WindowNation.com. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Your forecast from Steve Rudin. Mainly clear and chilly moving through the evening and into the overnight as temperatures fall through the 40s, eventually the 20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. A sunny start will give way to added clouds during our afternoon hours tomorrow. Temperatures will be in the 50s. We're in the 60s on Friday chance for a few showers on Saturday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Dropping in temperature a little bit, 43 in Upper Marlboro and 50, 45 degrees that is in Woodbridge. At 559. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up... The Senate strikes down a bipartisan border security bill that took four months to negotiate. We've got the latest from CBS News in seconds. Then we go in-depth with WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller at 615. Views on the D.C. crime bill from Ward 7. In Southeast, I'm Dick Iuliano. What's ahead for Maryland? The governor lays out plans and strategies in his State of the State address. I'm Kate Ryan. It is 6 o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. CBS News confirms U.S. forces carried out another drone strike today in Baghdad, killing a top commander of an Iranian-backed militia. Our David Martin has more from the Pentagon. Strikes against so-called high-value targets work is that the drone operator is basically given the clearance to take the shot when he can take it. So all day, somebody has been tracking this commander as he moved about Baghdad. It's the latest in a series of retaliatory attacks on militants following a drone strike in Jordan that killed three American service members. Israel rejected demands from Hamas today to stop its offensive in Gaza. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu through an interpreter. Today I told Secretary of the State Blinken that after we devastate Hamas, we will make sure that Gaza is completely demilitarized. Secretary of State Antony Blinken had been trying to broker a ceasefire and framework for a hostage release there. The search continues now for five missing Marines in California after their helicopter went down near San Diego. CBS San Diego reporter Kelly Hesedal. Crews had to deal with lots of mud and snow. And according to the Marine Corps, the helicopter, a H-53E Super Stallion helicopter, it left Creech Air Force Base northwest of Las Vegas uh, during a routine training flight and was on its way to Marine Corps Air Station Miramar yesterday when it was reported overdue, uh, meaning it didn't arrive when it was scheduled to. The, tr- the crew rather had complained of snowy conditions. Former President Trump struck out in court again today. A judge in New York refused to grant him a mistrial in E. Jean Carroll's defamation case, which means he'll still have to pay her $83 million in damages. Yesterday, Mr. Trump was denied immunity in his January 6th case.
Police are looking for a thief who swiped a 200-foot radio tower in Jasper, Alabama. Station manager Brett Elmore. I've been in the radio business around it all my life and, and then been in it for 26 years professionally. And I can say I've never heard of anything like this. I've seen it all now. He says their offices also got ransacked, but it's still unclear why. Coca-Cola is getting mixed reaction to their new flavor. It's called Spiced, and it blends Coke flavors with raspberry and other spices. It's set to hit stores on the 19th. And Taylor Swift is headed to Disney+. Plus. The company says it reached a deal to get her concert film, her Eras Tour concert film, to start streaming on March 15th. It'll include five new songs. And it's part of a huge entertainment lineup from Disney that's coming. Frozen 3, Toy Story 5, Moana 2. That's it to hit theaters later this year. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. 603 on WTOP, February 7th, 2024. Wednesday evening with clear skies. We sit at 49 degrees in D.C. Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour. We're following up on plans to fight crime here in D.C. with the people who have the most to win or lose. Those east of the Anacostia River where crime has been rampant. WTOP's Dick Uliano reports from Ward 7 this evening. A day after the D.C. Council said yes to tougher enforcement against carjackings, retail theft and domestic violence, people walking here along Marion Barry Avenue agree residents need more safety and security from crime. Everybody got to have like some type of like safety net around them. Yeah, that's what we need though, to make people like feel a little safer. But people also say to fight crime with mental health services, more access to recreation centers and jobs. It would be good if they start back with the summer jobs for the kids, give them something to do, you know, instead of being out here on the streets. In Southeast, Dick Uliano, WTOP News. A local man is under arrest tonight on charges of raping a woman after picking her up in a car on New Year's Day. Fairfax County police say 39-year-old Mohamed Abora may have been posing as a rideshare driver when he took the victim from D.C.'s DuPont Circle to a park in Lorton, where she was attacked inside his blue Volkswagen Jetta. While Abura is in jail, county detectives are searching for additional victims who they say may have been sexually assaulted by the suspect. Police call, or please call rather, Fairfax County Police if you have information. 605, a move in Virginia to let schools tell parents about the dangers of having a gun in the home. WTOP's Nick Ionelli tells us a measure with that goal is now passed in both the House and Senate in Richmond. Unsecured firearms are a problem that is pervasive in American households. That's the argument from Virginia Democratic State Senator Stella Pekarski, who supports the legislation that would require school boards to send emails and text messages to families every school year, telling them about their legal responsibilities to safely store guns in their house. The notifications would also include statistics related to firearm-related accidents. Virginia gun rights advocate Philip Van Cleve doesn't support it. If it's just telling parents about the law, we're okay with that. But this bill goes beyond that. It gets into advocacy. He went so far as to say the legislation demonizes gun ownership. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 605, Maryland is strong. That message from the governor in his State of the State address before lawmakers in Annapolis. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us Wes Moore took some time to highlight some successes so far. 
but he also acknowledged challenges. Maryland Governor Westmore listed his goals for the state. We will make Maryland safer. We will make Maryland more affordable. We will make Maryland more competitive. And we will continue to make Maryland the state that serves. Last year, we got Maryland's economy moving. And he mentioned one big win. We've ensured that the new FBI headquarters will be located in Prince George's County. Without offering details, he talked about the need to debate funding for major transportation projects. Republican leadership in the State House applauded Moore's desire to work across the aisle, but said on public safety and education, as well as other issues, there's a need to hear more alternative solutions. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, if winter is your thing and you're craving some snow, even if it is artificially made, you might want to head to Pennsylvania. You may not think of D.C. as a ski town, but three Pennsylvania mountains, Whitetail Resort, Liberty Mountain, and Round Top, are just 90 minutes away. It's a pretty addictive sport, and it is super fun to be able to get outside in the wintertime. Tim Coons is the general manager at Whitetail. He says a freezing snap that the region saw a couple of weeks ago let them open most of their terrain and cold nights have allowed them to keep making snow themselves. Beginner areas at each of the three ski areas with some of the best instructors in the United States right here within 90 minutes of D.C. And maybe the kids want to hit the slopes while you live the opera ski life at one of the many bars at each spot. Luke Luger, WTOP News. The National Zoo needs your help to name two cotton-top tamarind monkeys. The newest residents of the small mammal house are sisters, eight and nine years old. They came from a zoo in Lufkin, Texas. You have until Friday to select your favorite from a list of names on the zoo's website. Here are your choices. Shakira and Ziggy, Tof and Suki, or Thistle and Zinnia. Cotton top tamarins are small. They have that funky quaff of white hair. They're an endangered species, and they're native to Colombia. Well, coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Most banks are closing branches. One is opening dozens here. I'm Jeff Clayball. 608. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks with Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Rush hour traffic has peaked, but congestion remains. And just a reminder that rush hour traffic congestion happens most days of the year. I can't believe I have to say that sometimes, but... Some people. All right. Anyway, interloop of the Beltway between 123 and River Road still packed. Outer loop slow. Route 7 to Gallows Road. And outer loop traffic still pretty thick and slow between Van Dorn to the Wilson Bridge there and many other places, of course. 66 brake lights still between the Beltway and 123 and westbound from Centerville to Manassas down below the highway. Northbound on 234 Sudley Road. Getting by a crash by staying left out of Manassas. In uh, Maryland, on the interloop of the Beltway, lots of slow patches of traffic through Silver Spring, College Park. Outer loop still heavy in Greenbelt. Wheaton to Glenmont, northbound Georgia Avenue, better. I think the crash at Shorefield Road on Georgia Avenue is out of the way. 270 northbound, still slow in a few stretches between the Spur and uh, 124. BW Parkway traffic still heavy both ways between Greenbelt and Laurel. New crash on 301 southbound in Bowie. It is after the Mount Oak Road intersection well before Central Avenue. And for drivers leaving D.C. on D.C. 295, northbound traffic very slow from the 11th Street Bridge past Eastern Avenue. So there's probably a lane blocked on Kenilworth Avenue between Eastern Avenue and Route 50. Don't see it, though. Want to test an electric car? Plug it to Fitzmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X at Fitzmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Dave Doldine, 
WTOP traffic. Let's get our forecast. 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. Clear skies this evening will yield temperatures in the 20s and lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. As we move through our Thursday, sunshine will fade behind cloud cover with temperatures in the 50s. We'll see southerly winds late tomorrow night into the day on Friday. That's going to boost our temperatures well into the 60s by Friday afternoon. Mid-60s on Saturday, chance for a few showers, all part of a cold front. We're in the 50s on Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Down to 43 in Herndon, Hyattsville at 47. Foggy bottom downtown, still at 50. And we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply? Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. At a time when most banks are closing branches, Chase is doing the opposite. Chase will open 30 more branches in the D.C. area over the next three years. We Work founder Adam Newman is leading a group of investors who want to buy WeWork out of bankruptcy, but WeWork has not responded. Newman left the company in 2019. Four years ago, WeWork was the biggest single private occupier of office space in the D.C. area. It has cut its locations here in half. Hotel occupancy is close to pre-pandemic. Room rates are higher. Hotel staffing is still down. Two-thirds of hotels say they're having staffing problems. The American Hotel and Lodging Association says 12% say they are severely understaffed. The Dow gained 156 points today. The S&P 500 up 41. The Nasdaq up 148. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Well, coming up on WTOP, some serious questions about leadership tonight in Congress. We'll go live to WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill for the latest in just a few. 611. I'm Katie from Long Baths. For decades, we've helped families just like yours bring beauty, value, and safety to their homes. Whether your bathroom is outdated or lacks the features you need, we're ready to help you get the bath or shower that's perfect for you. And we'll get it done the right way, the long way. Right now, get 50% off materials plus no payments and no interest for two years. Visit longbaths.com to get your free estimate today. Microsoft now makes Azure OpenAI service available in our government cloud to help agencies accelerate, automate, and innovate on the most comprehensive and compliant cloud platform. Using the latest generative AI capabilities, Azure OpenAI service for government is optimized to unlock new insights from controlled, unclassified, and secure data for better user experiences and enhance national security. Learn how Azure OpenAI service for government clouds drives real transformation at aka.ms slash fedai. And now, another contractor spotlight from IBEW Local 26. I'm Crystal Say with G&S Electrical Services, owner and CFO. I've always seen the other side of it, too, not being a business owner, but being a spouse to someone that's in the union and how well it's benefited us just raising our family. You have just as much support on the other side being a business owner as you do, you know, being of the union. Honestly, our youngest had a lot of food allergies. The union was amazing with helping me figure out what formulas were covered. Most of the time you're calling an 800 number, you never know who you're going to talk to. If you call a union about your health stuff, 
you're calling and talking to an office, and most of the time you can talk to the same person every time you call. Being on the employer side, I'm glad that we have a company that can do that for our employees. They have families that they have issues with. They can just call them and be like, hey, I'm having an issue. How can you help me? And you're talking to the same person every time. To start growing your electrical business, go to IBEWLocal26.org and click Business Opportunities. IBEW Local 26, where electrical contractors come to grow. Later this hour, Coca-Cola has a new flavor. Will this one be a hit? Keep it here on WTOP. Tivar Solutions and Dell have you covered when building a secure, efficient, and effective edge infrastructure for your agency. We offer purpose-built hardware, software, and services to help you overcome universal challenges, generate industry-specific outcomes, and simplify your edge. Achieve more and do it faster. Our expert team is available to assist you every step of the way. We'll seek to understand your agency's specific needs and design a customized solution that fits your budget and timeline. Generate more value where speed matters. Learn more at tvrsolutions.com slash Dell Edge. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant transfer digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 615, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for being with us. After four months of complex negotiations to reach a border agreement, Senate Republicans today voted to tank a foreign aid package that included the border deal. And that's frustrating to Oklahoma Republican Senator James Langford, who helped negotiate that deal. Americans are ticked off that this is not resolved, and they expect us to get things done. But Congress has not gotten much done this week. Well, joining us live from Capitol Hill is WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Before we look ahead, Mitch, there's been some pretty extraordinary comments today from the bipartisan group of lawmakers who were negotiating this border bill. What did they have to say? Right. Well, continuing with Senator Lankford, at one point he held up the Senate pen he was given when he was first elected and rather dramatically noted it's useless unless fellow lawmakers are willing to compromise and make a law. He also said an unnamed commentator told him a few weeks ago he would destroy Lankford if he came up with a border bill during this election year. Arizona Independent Senator Kirsten Cinema, another negotiator, is also upset. It turns out border security is not actually a risk to our national security. It's just a talking point for the election. Sunday morning, there was a real crisis at the border. Monday morning, that crisis magically disappeared. And Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut says he basically believes the border issue is now dead. Well, Mitch, uh, so is what is next? If he's saying that the border deal is dead, what happens now? Well, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is trying to resurrect a bill that, ironically, is similar to one presented months ago. It strips out the border provision and it would include $95 billion for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. But right now, a vote has been held open for more than three hours. It still does not have enough votes to move forward as lawmakers behind the scenes debate whether amendments will be allowed and other issues. So we'll have to see whether this goes anywhere. 
Mitch, things aren't any better in the House. The House Speaker, Mike Johnson, has had a really rough week. What is he saying about the defeats on the House floor? Speaker Johnson stopped and talked to reporters today and admitted it wasn't a good look when the impeachment of the Homeland Security Secretary went down last night and his fellow Republicans have been critical of Johnson and his team for not having nailed down that vote count. Look, it it was a mess what happened here, but we're cleaning it up. Now, some Republicans are questioning Johnson's leadership skills, but he's trying to downplay that today, repeatedly saying that democracy itself is messy. But even though Congress is often criticized, there's a lot of anger, disappointment and head shaking taking place here at the Capitol, since this, by many accounts, is one of the worst weeks that many can remember. All right, Mitch, thanks much. You bet. That's WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. Quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Israel's prime minister has rejected Hamas demands this evening to end the war in Gaza. This complicates efforts toward a ceasefire and a hostage release deal. A U.S. drone strike in Iraq kills a senior commander of one of Iran's proxies. We're following the latest from the region with WTOP's J.J. Green. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. We are brought to you by DDOT. Bus lane enforcement has begun. If you are illegally parked or stopped in dedicated bus lanes, you will receive a $100 fine. Learn more at ddot.dc.gov slash clear lanes program. Traffic and weather together on the 8th, and we'll start with the traffic part. Dave Dildine in the traffic center. D.C. Route 295, northbound heavy and slow from the 11th Street Bridge through northeast. Beyond Eastern Avenue on Kenilworth Avenue, at least one lane blocked by at least one stopped between Eastern Avenue and Route 50. Southbound on Interstate Freeway 390, 295. 295 southbound traffic still slow near Bowling and Blue Plains, as it is on I-395 both ways between the 3rd Street Tunnel and 14th Street Bridge, and in Virginia southbound over Arlington Ridge toward Glebe Road. Arlington Boulevard westbound after Glebe Road, a crash reported. That might be closer to George Mason Drive. Meanwhile, on the Beltway in Virginia, interloop slow from 123 across the Legion Bridge. Outer loop traffic heavy beyond Route 7, getting down to Gallows Road and from Eisenhower Avenue to the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. On the interloop in Prince George's County, some slow traffic in the local lanes. That's not terribly unusual for this time of the day, but it's awfully slow there on the interloop, especially near MGM and National Harbor. So I think that uh, there's something bottlenecking traffic on the interloop in the local lanes beyond 210, but it's not in camera, unfortunately. Route 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge, it's smooth sailing. Southbound 301 after Mount Oak Road, leaving buoy and slow traffic past the remains of a crash. Nothing complicated on 270, a few northbound slowdowns in Rockville and Gaithersburg. BW Parkway traffic still generally heavy between Greenbelt and Laurel. In Virginia, Prince William County, Woodbridge, Lake Ridge, a crash reported on Old Bridge Road, westbound near Antietam Road. 95 southbound, still heavy across the the Occoquan getting down to the Woodbridge exits. During the BMW President's Day sales event, lease a 2024 BMW X3 xDrive 30i for $649 per month and receive a loyalty credit of $1,500. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's head on over to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena with a look at some uh, still decent weather for this time of year. What you got, Mark? Yeah, it's decent for sure, right? Uh, it's almost shorts and t-shirt weather. If not today, for sure heading into tomorrow and Friday. Not tonight either. We got another cold one, but not as cold as last night. Reason why we've got a shifting of the winds. It'll be coming more out of the east southeast as opposed to the north last night. And also, uh, just some milder air in place. So while we woke up to teens to low twenties today, tomorrow we got upper twenties to low thirties as you're heading out for your Thursday morning commute. And then it's an even warmer afternoon. Forecast highs tomorrow under lots of sunshine with a few passing clouds are going to be 
in the mid-50s. And that warming trend only continues heading into Friday with mostly sunny skies to start with increasing clouds throughout the day. I think we're going to stay dry, though, for a good chunk of your Friday. Forecast highs in the low 60s by Friday afternoon. Heading into Saturday, that's when we're tracking some rain in our area. Not a washout by any means. A very low-impact system for our area. Just some cloudy skies. Mild air continues. We've got forecast highs in the mid to upper 60s Saturday afternoon. And again, you might have to dodge some raindrops throughout the day. Rainfall amounts look to be about a quarter of an inch of rain or less. Sunday looks mostly cloudy but dry. Temperatures stay in the low 60s. And by around the beginning parts of next week, that's when we're tracking a bit more of a, a higher impact system. More widespread rain on the way for Monday and Tuesday of next week. That storm system looks to bring about a half inch to an inch of rain. So a bit of a more active weather pattern on the way beginning this weekend. So if you like the sunny weather, been saying it all day, enjoy it tomorrow and Friday while we have it before those rain showers enter the forecast. Now, right now, we're sitting under clear skies, right? Uh, continuing and temperature wise, it is 47 in Northwest, 41 in Tyson's and 46 in Beltsville. Thank you, Mark. Coming up, who is sniffling and sneezing around you lately? Yep, we got another wave of the flu going around. We'll tell you about it. 622. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown, and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime, and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Demand for energy is growing, and so is the need for American oil and natural gas. It's time to turn the lights on. America's resources are abundant. Our nation is a global leader in reducing emissions and innovators in delivering more energy sources to secure our future. Nine in ten Americans agree. American oil and natural gas are vital to our economy. Visit LightsOnEnergy.com. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. I'm Katie from Long Windows. For decades, we've helped families just like yours bring beauty, value, and safety to their homes. With our top-of-the-line energy-efficient window, you won't lose sleep over your next energy bill. We do window replacement the right way, the long way. Buy two windows, get two windows free, plus no payments and no interest for two years. Visit longwindows.com to get your free estimate today. This is WTOP News. 623. Well, have you noticed something new going around at the office or among your family? Health pros are warning of a second surge of flu across the nation. <coughs> hey, you, the one standing in a co-worker's office coughing and sneezing or doing the same on public transportation or in a restaurant. Knock it off and stay home if you're sick, says Vanderbilt University professor Dr. William Schaffner. Don't go to work. Don't go to school. Don't be a dreaded spreader. The CDC says at least 20 million people have gotten the flu since October, and Schaffner says people going to crowded indoor venues should wear masks. Allison Keyes, CBS News. Okay, there is a new Coke product to tell you about, and it is spicy. Mm. Coca-Cola Spiced. That's S-P-I-C-E-D. It's the first <laughs> time in three years that the company has added a permanent flavor to the lineup. It's got raspberry and spice flavors along with a traditional fla- flavor of Coke. Chief Marketing for uh, Coca-Cola North America tells reporters they came up with a new flavor in just seven weeks. Usually it takes the company a year to come up with some kind of hoo-ha. Uh, of course, anytime we hear about a new permanent flavor of Coke, you might go back to 
the debacle of 1985. That's oh, when the company no. put new Coke on the market. The <laughs> the populace rebelled. Only lasted for a few months before it was pulled off the market. Coke spiced goes on sale February 19th.